Welcome back to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your chief financial coconut, and every Thursday, you will finally get to chill with us. Hosted by Andrew, we will be bringing on some of the quirkiest, geekiest, leading voices in the personal finance space to give them ample time to talk about their stories, the lessons they have learned over time, and some good advice for all of us. What has aged well? What didn't do so well? Why did they do what they do? So sit back and chill with TFC. A lot of folks are drawn into growth investing, especially those growth stocks uh, that give like multiple two times, three times in a year. And they also hear other people say like dividend investing is for old people, this kind of thing, <laughs> which I generally disagree. Eventually, <laughs> whoever say this thing, you will need it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Chills with TFC, where we scour the internet for the quirkiest, geekiest people we can find to share with you their views on money and life. This is your host Reggie, aka your chief financial coconut, and today I got some regulars in the house. So Kenny, the SG Read expert, and Chris from Honey Money SG together to talk about inflation because this is the talk of the town, right? Inflation is out of whack, but what are we doing about it? And everybody, uh, either take it down this very high-level technical <laughs> kind of view, or generally quite pacifist view of like, oh, just stay invested, reduce your consumption. So I got them in the house today to talk about how are we going to solve this how are we going to crack this code how are we going to play in this situation of inflation is it all bad news or are there certain opportunities that we can play along with so welcome back when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at bluenile.com you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, welcome back to Chills with TFC. And uh, today I have some good friends in the house. (laughs) So today we're gonna finally chill, right? I mean, just now before we roll, I told her, "Hey, you must more chill, lah." <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "Oh yeah, I must see who's the host." I was like, "Hey, hey, yes, so yeah, so it's true, it's yeah, true. so okay." So I'm I'm hosting them today, and uh, before we roll, okay, today's theme we're gonna talk about is inflation, ah, uh, but we're not gonna do the the high and mighty, you know, like how the inflation cha cha cha, you know, all those things. A lot of people cover already, which is well and good, but today we want to talk about uh more tangible. How is it impacting our lives? What are we doing? You know, those kind of stuff. And we have in the house. House, you know, uh, Chris from Honey Money. Hi, uh, my name is Chris. <laughs> I run a YouTube channel called Honey Money SG. I talk about personal finance, talk about some investments, credit cards, CPF, and all that stuff. So I do publish three videos per week on my channel. Oh, you have three videos a week now? Three videos a week. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, so we also do three videos a week now. But we have a team, uh, you're doing alone, right? Yeah, I'm doing alone. <laughs> <laughs> on yeah. top of a full time job. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. I do have a full time job on top of my YouTube. Hustle. Oh, oh <laughs> so it's way, the other yeah. way around. So YouTube is the baseline, and then full time job is uh, the... how, how, depending on how you see it, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. The, uh, no need to name the company, ah. Uh. Boss relax, uh. okay. yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And then we have Kenny in the house. Yeah, I'm Kenny Law. I'm uh, my full time is an independent financial advisor. 
I'm running a blog on mystocksinvesting.com for about 12 years. My specialization is in REIT, Singapore REITs. Yes, yes. That's the main thing. Everybody, That's the main everybody thing. know you for the REIT thing. Right. right. And we are, we are preparing an ongoing monthly REIT segment. Yeah, Jobo? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, a lot of good stuff on our other podcast network, TFC Investor Network. You should check it out. Uh, but today... Specifically for today, uh, I got you guys in the house because uh, a few things. Like, first thing, I'm very annoyed with the kind of coverage out there because it's all very high-level kind of discussion, which I get it. And, and, and the thing is, I get it doesn't mean everybody get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and I'm sure you guys, you know, you're in the space, you hear this thing. Eventually, you, you also understand very well compared to everybody else. Right, but then today we want to do some content that will apply to everyone. <laughs> that, that is not like... Yeah, you know, all this high macro view kind of thing. But before mm. that, any thoughts on this kind of coverage? You know, all this kind of market view, like what's happening, like inflation, interest rates, or any any quick idea? I think I think really need to really down to the level that uh how inflation affects us. What are we going to do about it? Because when when we look at all those uh, market research, all those guru, all those economists that are talking about inflation, uh, they're talking <laughs> too cheap, really. Nobody understands what's going on, right? It doesn't really affect us. But bottom line, Mm. How it affects our our spending, mm. right? Whether we have uh, enough money to spend, or mm. especially for for example, I think the biggest impact to uh, most Singaporean now is more mortgage, mm. because the inflation oh, huge, yes. inflation at the same time you also need uh, have a interest rate hike, yes. right? Because the interest hike there run really have a big big uh, impact on the, our the mortgage we have to pay. Yes. Because if you look at the recently, I think uh, because my wife ha- used to have a. Uh, so-called mortgage payment, I think around one point something percent. And mm. recently, she received the 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 re- revision. You know, it's a big jump. Mm. I don't know because I I'm I'm not I'm not I don't have a mortgage loan, right? Mm. But my wife wife have it, and she have to top up another. Hey, wait, why why you don't have mortgage? <laughs> okay, okay, share. Okay, that is yes. Uh, the reason being is because we want to have some decoupling when you come to our investment because of ABSD, additional mm. buyer stamp duty, ah, right? So okay. when we invest in the investment property itself, she used her name. Mm. I go and split it so that I can preserve or reserve my bullet for another property if I need ah, to, right? Okay. But at the present moment, I'm still staying in the HDB. I'm only using the, the condo or apartment just for my investment property itself. But at the present moment, because of all this kind of cooling measure, cannot play this game here anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least I still have a slot to buy the investment property, but I have to pay the ABSD. Mm, but yeah. you got increase your tenants rate rental. Uh, <laughs> you gonna see all the reports. Oh, yes, yes. Very, cannot tahan. The tenant uh tenancy agreement is going to expire. I think coming in April, definitely will be adjusted onward, oh. right? And I have one client share with me. I, I'm I'm pretty surprised. Uh, he's able to increase the rental for with uh the what the one one of the condo uh, by thirty percent. Thirty mm. percent yes. is is quite huge. Yes, yes. Uh, and also, uh, I also have another another uh, so called a uh, client that have an industrial building. That the landlord asking for fifteen yeah. percent rent increase. Yeah. So the rental inflation is pretty real and pretty fierce in Singapore. But yes. on the other hand, the mortgage also is very. Mm. It's 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 a lot lah. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I think I think that uh the the mortgage portion actually uh play a huge part of the 
expense for the Singaporean household itself, yes. I think that that one is is really a pain to most of the people. Yes, yes. Unless you're using HDB loan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, HDB loan helps stable, huh? Because the reference rate is a CPF OA. Yes. Yeah. Right? So if CPF OA shift, HDB loan will shift. Okay, that's uh, something for another time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris, yourself, how do you, what do you think of this kind of coverage? You know, this high level. Market updates kind of thing, which we also do lah. <laughs> 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 also do it every month. Yeah, yeah, we also do it, right? That's the thing. We also do it, but sometimes I know it's a very small slither of people that understands understands it. Yeah, so agree with Kenny here because he mentioned that the news mainly cover very high level stuff mm. like the broad base, inflation rate, headline inflation rate, CPI and all this. But how does it really affect us as individuals, right? We we need to take a look at what are we spending on. Mm-hmm. So for Kenny, he really covered the mortgage portion. But how about those people who do not own a house? Then most likely they will be affected in daily lifestyle spending like food, transportation, especially these two segments. Uh, we have seen like so many per- double digit yes. percent increase in terms of yes, inflation. Yes. Like I, boy, not- I boycott Kaya Toast. Kaya Toast. <laughs> because the egg increased by a lot. Oh. No, but so expensive now, right? Uh, yeah, Yakun yeah, yeah, was yeah. like, what, 6 plus 7 now, right? Yakun was $4.80 uh. last year. Oh, whoa, whoa, Set whoa, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 he still remembers yeah. the set. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And then what's the price now? Last I seen was five sixty or five eighty. Okay. Yeah. That's one dollars increase. Crazy, crazy. So and you still can remember all the pricing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sensitive, uh. bro. This, uh, no. this uh, for, for me, very I, micro yeah. economics. No, bro. You you consider a mortgage, right? You're a different ball game. Later you speak. Later <laughs> yeah. yes, but Christmas. Common folks, uh, who, who do have housing. Common we folks. we are more. F- <laughs> Common folks are ping ming, you know. Ping ming. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. More focused on this kind of daily lifestyle thing, then I'm sure you all can feel it, lah. The pinch in your wallet when you want to spend it on yes, food, yes, especially. Mm. So we'll explore more on this um during the podcast, lah. Mm-hmm, yeah, for sure. And even even I, I mean, for all of you tuning in every week, you probably know that. I spend most of my time in KL, so I stay in KL and then I come in to do a recording stint, so they make time for me. I very appreciate. <laughs> but uh, even in KL, prices have shifted, right? And I think um, if you want to really look at it, because the Sing dollar is a bit stronger today, you know, in that sense, like the government has did some policy around there, right? Today, not sponsored by MAS. Huh? I would love <laughs> MAS sponsor us, but, but it's not, okay? Uh, I think it has helped to dampen a little bit of the, the inflation mm. kind of situation. Mm. You know, like, like just now I went to, oh, the blueberries, okay, well, not too expensive. You know, like it's okay. You know, like it's a little bit better than a few months before. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel okay, mm. but of course, uh, we can have that have that discussion, right? So, yeah, maybe we we start the ball rolling by talking a little bit about like what have you consciously or vividly adjusted in your spending uh, in recent times, other than adjust rental for your for your rental. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're all the rental people, the house, all the landlord uh, contributing to CPI. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not very good. I uh, must call them out. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. So I was saying about food and transportation right with regards to food and dining options i think one of the more cautious thing that i did was to reduce my spending on restaurants mm. so we are talking about full service restaurants like those that charge service charge and gst so what are the alternatives right you can actually dine more at your neighborhood coffee shop or neighborhood smaller restaurants all these restaurants they may not be charging you gst and service charge mm. so the experience may slightly differ slightly but, only <laughs> you sure okay that depends on i what argue kind. that it differs a lot you know okay. like like you know what i mean like full service when you think about like full service mm. restaurant and like kopitiam or mm. like you know like the the downstairs you know which i love like i don't hate them but i do think that 
my psyche is very different. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I go for a full service restaurant, you know what I mean? Like, like when I go to a restaurant, it's not just to, okay, there's a difference between eating and dining. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Right? So it's like, I go to a restaurant, it's to dine, not to eat. You know, you know what I mean? But I go downstairs, like, I eat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so I was about to go to that point, oh, right? Okay, okay, okay. The difference nice, between nice. dining and eating. If you really want to go to restaurants <laughs> for the experience, then okay, I, I'm very sure you all won't save on that kind of experience thing. Mm. But if you all really want to just enjoy good food, right? Then I'm sure there are a lot of other smaller kind of restaurants that you all can take a look at, that you all can go and research on. So I would say that if you, if you want to go for restaurants experiences, right? Then you need to be aware that these costs are all added in with regards to all the inflation yes. stuff. And it's not like a few percentage increase. You're talking about like 10%, 20% increase in food prices yeah. across the board. So that is something that I'm reducing the spend on mm. um, as of the current state. La. Then transportation, uh, I'm sure you will notice that your private hire vehicles or your cabs and taxis are all increasing price compared to last year. Like, Massive inflation over there, you know. Your normal grab ride last time maybe cost like ten dollars per trip. Now it's like twelve, fourteen dollars. So some of some people have already been cutting on this spend, spending more on public transportation. So that is the general consensus that I'm seeing across um the people that I'm hanging out with. So you also do you also practice these things? Yeah. More public transport. H- yeah, yeah. Oh, you always public transport. I always public transport. <laughs> <laughs> By the katachia, it's like a right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Can Can you then? What about you? Like, how I, how have you changed? I have a very simple lifestyle, mm. right? So I don't really spend on luxuries. So this but you time, wear the BMW shirt. Eh? Yeah, the BMW shirt on it, but I don't drive BMW. <laughs> Okay. That's a lot of difference. Okay, 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 okay. Yes. Right. So, so all the while I have been very uh, consciously really uh, uh, live a simple lifestyle. So this time around the inflation, basically I don't feel any impact on me because I just, I still continue to spend uh, as per usual, go to restaurant as per usual, but I don't go to restaurant every, every day, lah. basically once a week with family, right? It's a, it's a normal, normal restaurant. So basically inflation does not have a big impact to me. I don't really feel it. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't even know what is the Akun Kaya Toast for the price. I, yeah, I just yeah. go and eat. I just uh, go yeah, and eat. Okay, okay, right? okay, okay. So I think that maybe there are two reasons why 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 this thing happened to me, like, right? Uh really like uh immune to inflation. Mm-hmm. First thing, must live a simple lifestyle first. So if uh uh audience out there, if you really want to have inflation immune immunity, uh, first thing uh make your spending low. Because I can survive with uh with two thousand dollars. Yes. Right. I'm playing for retirement anyway. Mm. Two of them, I think we can survive. Can. Like, right. Mm. The other thing is very important that once you have the stable income, multiple source of income, you do not need to really need to worry. Yes. Multiple source of income. Uh, yeah. If you have a single income, you have to look at your boss face and, and loan <laughs> to work, then you are in trouble. Right. I have a multiple source of income. I also have a dividend portfolio. So so when the inflation goes up, never mind, it's okay because my dividend portfolio, the dividend also increasing. Mm. So it's automatic hash each other. Mm. That make me comfortable. That's why I want to spend, I also can spend. I want to go holiday, I also can go holiday. I will not say, say that, oh, I have to hold back certain spending. I don't want to go holiday. Mm. It's not. That means at the present moment, I, basically my lifestyle not really affected. Mm. But mm. read portfolio drop, man, no man. Oh, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, uh, investing in real, but basically, but anyway, REIT stands for Real Estate Investment Trust. It's a proxy for property investing, right? Uh, bottom line is we don't look at the price. Bottom line, we look at what is a dividend collected because at the end of the day, it's a rental income generated, mm. right? Just now I, I mentioned, right? The rental income goes up. Then at the same time, the, the dividend will be going up. 
That's why if you just ignore it, don't don't look at a price. Uh. If you look at price, uh, you'll be very moody every day. You cannot sleep. Uh. <laughs> so 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 I don't focus on that portion, right? I just focus on every month or every quarter, every year, whether the dividend is growing or not. That is the most important thing. Mm. Fair, fair, fair point, fair point. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's a cash flow perspective. Cash flow perspective, yeah. 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 What, what does it mean, cash flow perspective? Cash flow means how much cash are you generating per month or per year. And it's not more on your like investment portfolio or net worth. It's more like how much cash can you generate from this portfolio of assets, mm. which also means that the higher value or portfolio that you have, most likely you can generate more cash flow. But for people who have multiple sources of income, then their cash flow sources is very rich already. Mm. So they may not be too impacted on this kind of inflation mm. stuff. So how much you make from your YouTube channel? <laughs> <laughs> how much I make? Uh, can say not. Cannot. Uh. <laughs> this one got IRAS impact. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Guy just said that. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, I just okay, said okay. that. <laughs> Let's off screen, off screen we talk. Uh. But, but, but it also means it's significant, right? <laughs> so, such that it will move the needle no, actually yeah, I, yeah. I do drop some hints uh. if uh. you want that you can watch on my YouTube channel <laughs> okay okay I get it I get it okay cool cool because mm. actually one of the people I texted recently is Daniel Tay I don't know if you guys know Daniel Tay the freegan guy right like famous one yeah, he, yeah. he live on free okay and, mm. and it's, it's it's wild right? The, it's on channel 5 acting yes, right yeah, okay. it's everywhere I, it's everywhere right? so, so freegan guy uh, Daniel Tay, you can you can check out some of his content. He he talks a lot about. Right? I texted him, hey, how is inflation affecting you? His reply was, bro, I don't spend, I don't inflate. <laughs> so I said, yeah, because I don't spend, I don't feel the inflation. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Can you come on the show? He's like, I'm oh, very busy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you busy with? Busy yes, collecting yes, yes. free stuff. Yeah, yeah, right? busy collecting free stuff. Hey, he's he's crazy. He he goes to the ground to like you know collect from the bakery, you know, do some dumpster diving. Yeah. I think he say less now lah. These days mm-hmm. he don't really do that because he got can't can do it. No, <laughs> say. So, you mm. got network, you got network, right? That's but sick. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they have a community <laughs> going, they share around. So yeah, check out the Freegan community. Um, I think it's one way to go about it, mm. la, right? But not everybody is comfortable with uh, that way of life. It's of course up to you, la, personal choices. But I think the crux uh, to open the segment is really like if your spending is not as high, then you are kind of not as affected by, yeah. by this thing, right? But, yeah. but then some people will say, no, but if you don't spend, you know, uh, does it affect your quality of life? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like just too much. Prudence uh, is held up on this pedestal uh, in this community, you know? Mm. Right? Like in personal finance, one must be prudent. Not prudent, you're wrong. You know, like macham sin like that. You know, yes. <laughs> it's very serious. But you don't feel like living, uh, like you don't spend much. Like, does it then affect your quality of life? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can start with Kenny uh, because yes. he just now mentioned this. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, not really, you know, because at the end of the day, uh, we have some basic needs, mm-hmm. right? As long as you are able to fulfill your basic needs and at the same time you spend, as long as you make yourself comfortable, you, you're happy and just good enough really. Don't need to overspend. For example, I don't I don't need a BMW to make myself happy. I just need a BMW shirt. That's it. <laughs> 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 BMW shirt. It's, it's something like that. Some, Skyway. Uh, uh, okay, something okay, like okay. that. Something yes, like that. Yes, yes, as yes. long as you, you buy something that really can fulfill the basic uh, needs that you need, I mm. think it's just good mm. enough. Mm. That's why you see, I don't even wear watch. Mm, right, mm, I still don't wear. Yeah, don't wear. Watch. I don't wear. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. That's why I, I don't even know what's a, what kind of watch the brand or the watch. I, I don't know mm. because I don't follow. But you don't feel like your life is lesser. You know what I'm saying? Like to some people, it's like mm, oh, you mm, know. Mm, uh, the mm. other day I went shopping. I, I was like, okay, I never went. I never go shopping lah. You know, but I'm more like I went to orchard. I said like, the amount of people buying things. And I was like, wow, very interesting. It's like a phenomenon. You know, mm, mm, mm. you know. But uh, and then to to a lot of people buying things is and collecting stuff is is a part and parcel of 
joy or happiness or not necessary you know I think that inner self they are empty mm. they need to have some something oh. to buy to really fulfill certain needs, right? Mm. So it's maybe maybe I'm reaching 50 already. That's why <laughs> uncle, uncle, right? Uncle Kenny, can you yeah. ah, Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, at different stage of life, we are chasing for different things, okay. right? For example, after you cross the 50, I think more, more important thing is not money. More important thing is the time spent with your parents, right? Because the parents getting older and older. And also more important thing, we have to treat ourselves better. Right, because what what is a point that every day you you are uh, under a lot of stress? Every day you're not happy. And then after that, affect your your lifestyle also affect your health. At the end of the day, we live in this world. How many years? 80, 90 years. We have to go one day. Right. So we need to live uh, in this world to be uh, fullest and to be uh, meaningful and also to be happy. More important than to be happy because once we have a happy, stressful life, uh, basically the health will come. No point we have a lot of money. We buy a lot of things but you don't have health. Mm. We don't mm. enjoy that. Mm. So, uh, mm. But treat yourself better doesn't mean, doesn't also mean like buy things. You know, like. uh, some, some people buy things they feel is good for themselves but really benefit them. Mm. It's something like it's, it's a mindset on it. It's a psychology, right? But I think, or oh, I also happy. But after happy for a while, uh, you disappear. Yep. The the happiness is not sustainable. Oh, mm. a bit <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. We are cheap channel. <laughs> channel. We, we are cheap channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are there one. Yes. Yeah, yes. It's, it's not sustainable. Something uh. is you. We need something uh, which is sustainable. It's the inner peace. No, for example, mm. financial stress is if you really in a lot of debt. Right? You don't control your spending. Every time you overspend, that means your expense out are higher than your cash flow in, inflow. Uh, mm -hmm. You will be very stressed. Uh. Mm -hmm. When you stress, you don't have a feel inner self. Mm -hmm. Then you are making a lot of uh, wrong decisions. For example, when you don't have enough money, what is the mindset? I need to work harder. I need to make more money. And then after that, I, I need to maybe gamble. Gamble in the stock market itself. Mm -hmm. Your behavior will change. Right? Mm -hmm. so, so for me, basically, I don't have that. I don't have any uh, because stress. My, because my income. wife take all the debt. <laughs> but I sponsor her. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue, continue. She also got a job. I got multiple sources of income. That's why I, I, I don't need anything. What I need is, okay, in short, uh, inner peace, time, and also if I have time, uh, I go, go holiday with my wife. Mm. Mm. I feel like saying namaste to you. <laughs> the Zen <laughs> thing. Namaste. Yes. <laughs> Zen master. <laughs> like Zen master. Yeah. Right. You, yeah. you go to that stage when yeah, you're yeah. getting older and older of reach 50 years and become uncle. Okay. Eventually, all of us, you become uncle or auntie. Okay, yeah. yes, of course, of course. Yes. <laughs> I really feel like my body is changing already. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chris, what about you? Yeah, this quality of life thing, uh, I've always seen this kind of comments on my channel where I talk about I want to make a million by 35. <laughs> 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 Can I flag on CNA? A very oh, yeah. serious flag, yes. So so on that episode, right, people have been asking like, are you are you sacrificing your lifestyle for quality when you're not spending as much as other people? Mm. So my mm. answer to this question is always, how do you define whether I am living a, a good quality of life? Is that in your perspective or is it the social narrative? And how 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 are you able to decide whether I'm living a good life or not. So it's always a, a matter of perspective, right? Like some people derive happiness and fulfillment from spending. That is why consumerism, retail therapy is born because these people need to buy stuff and services to fulfill their happiness level, right? To bring it up to the level. Then myself on the other side, I derive happiness from saving money. So maybe I spend the, the same amount of money that I can get 
And I don't need to spend that high level of money to achieve the same level of stuff. Mm. So that is another perspective that people should think of. Not that one perspective or the social narrative is always right. You always have to see that there are multiple perspectives towards spending, towards living, and all these things can be very diverse from people to people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, and rich people don't show off. No, I've met many rich people that show off also. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, yeah, it's a public persona. There's some level of that, you know. But uh, I think, yeah, there are rich people that show off. Like, shout out to you. Uh. So, <laughs> yeah, but, but okay, I want to double down on what you just said, right? The thing about savings, you know, making you feel good in, mm. in that sense, right? You, know, you don't think that is also like something of a hedonistic kind of threat mill, similar to how people spend to feel good. Uh, I don't believe in retail therapy. Retail is retail therapy is therapy, okay? They, 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 both of them fundamentally do different <laughs> things, okay? Retail therapy is like, con- like big companies trying to tell you to buy things, okay? But, but I also find problematic that, mm. you know, people feel high from saving. You, you know what I mean? Like, like, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, like the number keep going out like, whoa, whoa. Oh, okay, you know, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. So, I, I think yeah. I need to make a very clear distinction. Okay, okay. It's not like you save until you're not spending money. Okay. It's more like if you can get a good discount on the things that you are already intending to buy. Mm, HDB Tai Tai like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, some of these things that you buy, maybe you can get a few percentage savings from the shopping mall app. You get some discount vouchers and all those credit card hacks and stuff. I think that is something that I will enjoy doing. I will enjoy sourcing mm. for and I also share them on my channel as well. So these are the things that um, I think I'm good at mm. and I'm good at sharing those and there are people who derive happiness from that, from my community. And so that is that is how I see the saving part. It's more, okay, okay. not not on scripting on yourself. Like. Okay, okay. Fair, fair, fair. fair. And, mm. But uh, I mean, there are other people that have a different viewpoint also, right? Like, sure, sure. Like Thomas uh, from Steady Compounding, right? It's Thomas Chua. He, he was saying, why do all these people spend so much energy trying to hack the credit card game? <laughs> Just quite invest. <laughs> la. I mean, that, I mean I, okay, I never say that this is exact words, uh, but this is what I inferred, right? Like, mm, like, uh, mm, and, mm. and so, so I think it's about providing perspectives, right? Mm, different mm. people play the game differently. You know, they have different stuff. And and for my worldview, I do believe in spending well and not not spending. Okay, so I come from a different viewpoint because I feel like a lot of times when people talk about like, oh, how do you curb inflation? Or don't spend or uh, austerity measures, right? Cut back on your own life, blah blah. blah. It's very painful, you yeah, know. Painful. And I, I understand that, right? It's, it's very painful. It's it's like you're used to this, then you don't you don't do it anymore, you know that kind of thing. So it's it's not great lah. As much as you know, it's always always made to sound simple. But my view is it's not about not spending; it's about spending well, right? So I come from a different camp on these things, right? So I have went through a period of time where I really reduced my spending, and now I'm like, okay, I I like to do this, so I do more of it. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? So it's about spending it very well rather than like not spending and just cut back, just cut back because that's what. Everyone is saying, right? Saying, mm. yeah, say must cut bang, uh, you know, like uh, fish too expensive, eat chicken, you know, something like that, right? So, so you know, it's it's um that's that's my my viewpoint, uh, right? But mm-hmm. what do you guys then spend on? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. 
especially in this situation. I think spending is only one of the anger, uh-huh. right? If we continue to really control all our spending, eventually we'll not be happy or our family yes. member yes. will not be happy. We, we eventually, cannot, maybe don't even have family we, member. We <laughs> cannot continue to cut, yes, right? Yes, That's why yes. in order to solve this issue, it's an equation. Uh, yeah. We have to look at the cash flow in the mm. portion, mm. the income, right? So some of the people find that don't, don't have enough money to spend. It's more on affordability, uh, mm. right? Whether you can afford this thing or not. Right, they they should really take a look into how are they going to upgrade themselves, generate able, generate more income, right? Mm. Like creating multiple sources of income. I think that that's another very important angle, mm. because once we are able to have all this kind of income and this kind of income is success, sustainable. For example, uh, whatever cash flow from a dividend is able to cover your expense, basically your financial retired. Mm. As simple yeah. as that. Yes. Right. So so I'm looking at that angle basically. Fair, fair, fair. So, mm. so what are I mean? I mean, people tune in to you to to do a lot of the read kind of discussion, right? Which, mm. which is great, well and good, right? A lot of these kind of dividend mm. stuff. But what are some other uh, sources of income that you think people can think a little okay. bit more about? Yeah. Now again, ah, uh, uncle talk, ah. Uh. Yeah, uncle talk, uncle let uncle talk. Because okay, when uh, you get when you get when you get so you must uh, take experience. Yeah, yes. I I cannot take an uncle this name down now. Very surprising, <laughs> I say myself, I I. Name myself as an uncle. No, you're, Kenny, Kenny, you're in the transition phase. Transition. <laughs> <laughs> you're not there yet. Another okay. 10 years, you're okay. You're yeah, because with this. if I call myself Coco, it also looks so very strange. You know, I will walk out. Tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you control yourself. Right. But yes, yes. When, when you're getting older and older, what is more important thing is uh, we can no longer use our body, mm. our time to exchange for income. Mm. The only valuable uh, in ourselves uh, and uh, the the asset can appreciate in terms of value is our knowledge mm. and experience, right? And because when we get older and older, you know that after a uh, government always worry about a PMET mm. about 40 years old because they're going to retrench or not uh, easy to get a job itself, right? Personally, I was in the corporate world. I know I know what's happening, mm. right? Even my boss, ex-boss also told me that hey, this guy, 50 plus years old, is too old. Okay, it's very consistent. So the age discrimination in the workplace uh, is very real, especially for those who are really above 40 years old. You cannot be guaranteed you are continuing to get a job, although you can keep your job. But when it comes to promotion, when it comes to increment, this group of people they have a lesser and lesser opportunity. That's why you can see that a lot of so-called Midlife crisis. Midlife crisis is very real. Uh. Well, now got quarter life crisis. You quarter know? life. Yeah, 25 also crisis. Also crisis. <laughs> <laughs> you know about it? I don't know. I don't know about it. Wait, you wait. please comment. Comment in the section. Let, let them know that there's this thing called quarter, quarter life. life crisis. Yeah. That means you haven't started your life. You already beta hundred. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Are you talking about those people that post on Reddit about their very sad work life or relationship kind of thing? No, it's like, it's like, it's like there's a huge discrepancy between your expectation of the real world when you're in school, you know, and then, and then when you come into the real world, the discrepancy is so big that you suffer a quarter life crisis. Actually, like, they're always a case of, yeah, yeah. So, so, no, it's like quiet quitting, right? Uh, uh. There are so many people quiet quitting. Now there's a word to it. You know what I mean? Mm. Right? So like quarter life crisis on some level is there like questioning why am I doing this? You know, like do I really want to do this? Oh, blah, blah, okay. blah. You know, all that, right? And and it's like barely halfway to, right? In the beginning, already beta hunt, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so the, um, there's a lot of that. And uh, I'm, I'm not discounting it. Although, yeah, yeah, I, I do feel like 
there are some things that can be done, you know, but that's a that's a different show altogether, mm, mm, different mm, podcast. Mm. But it's focus midlife yeah, crisis. Yeah, so actually, I did a mid career transformation. Mm. I want to use a more positive word, uh, yeah. right? Mid career transformation. Yeah, mid career yeah, transformation. Yeah. I used Excuse to. Future got sponsor you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, waiting for you. Uh. send me right, the email. Right. Yeah. 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 Actually, actually, I used to work in the corporate world. I retrained for two times, right? Because my background was in engineering. I managed oh. a factory in China as a GM. Right. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So after I come in uh, from China itself, basically, uh, it is a mid mid career. China don't have, uh, Singapore don't have manufacturing anymore. Right. So if you want to continue to stay in manufacturing, the only place uh, is to go to China. But I have stayed in China uh, uh, long enough, and also enough for me to really basically basically there's no quality of life. Mm-hmm. Right. It's you still back to there's pool of money and also happiness. Which one you want? Mm. So I decided okay, I have to come back because of happiness because I can stay close to the family. Mm. Remember, that, that's the reason I come back. So after I came back from China, I have, uh, two, I have uh, also retrenched two times. After, after that, around 45 years old, I tell myself, okay, I have to make a drastic change in my career because if I continue to stay in manufacturing, if I continue to look for a third manufacturing job, I will be retrenched again. Mm-hmm. Because the whole environmental change, Singapore is transforming to be a, a global financial wealth management center. Mm-hmm. So that that's, that was reason during a retrenchment period itself, I go and take up the financial planning course to upgrade myself. And at the same time, just things happen for a reason. Daniel Tay was my trainer, oh. course product. He is the one <laughs> to tell me, hey, since you're already teaching reads why don't you go and get licensed become financial advisor? Mm, mm, right? That's mm, why the world is very small. Yeah, yeah. Senpai, right. senpai Daniel. Your two son, collect free gift. So, <laughs> so, so I think that was a excellent move. I, I, I did not know what I ventured into. I just said that, okay, why not just give it a try? Yeah. Right? And from there, I grow, I grow my business and also start to accumulate close to 30 million mm. uh, asset under advisory. Mm. Basically, it's using my uh, knowledge and also my experience because personally I also invested myself. Mm. So I'm I don't talk about theory. I really put my own money going in invest to really prove that the, the solution the strategy can work before I help my client. Mm. So I think that um uh, entering into the midlife basically we need to make full use of our knowledge to to give advisory to help people I think to do consultation I think that is another source of income. Mm. Instead of using because I no way I can use my Body uh, is old liao, lao liao, mm. right? To really uh, generate additional income. Yeah, yeah. Today play soccer, tomorrow tao tian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll all get there one day, okay? It's not ageism, uh, but, but we should do another topic about it. You know? <laughs> I, I, no, I, I really think it's a. Uh, we do need to. Lai liao, lai liao, lai I think we need to talk more about, about this, right? Because uh, a lot of the content uh, targeted at young people, you know, but there's a lot more like nuance and complexity when it comes to decision making, you know, yeah. at a different stage of life, right? Yeah. That one we can talk about it another time. Mm. Yes. Chris, Chris. Hmm? Yeah. What, 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 what were we talking What was the question again? Oh, yeah, multiple, multiple sources of income. income and you have multiple sources of income until you yeah, uh, yeah. cannot say. <laughs> I do have multiple yes, sources yes, yes, of income, yes. but they are I know, have all you seen his description? You know, all the... All the <laughs> I texted him one day. I was like, Chris, can you... Uh, your description a bit wild uh, because all his YouTube video, right? Uh, under the description. Description uh. two line only. <laughs> and then and then the referral link is like, whoa! Oh, okay. Every referral link is that. I was like, bro, relax, huh? <laughs> and he was like, bro, this is how I retire. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I did not say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, a good yeah, one. That's yeah, a good yeah. one. Yeah. I, I got a text. Huh? <laughs> I was like, this. Uh... <laughs> okay. But yeah, but, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yes, yes. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, on multiple sources of income, 
this has been a thing, especially during the pandemic, right? People were just propagating this thing like like so easy. Uh. I can mm. tell you it's mm. definitely not easy. Yes. Because you need to have a starting point and most people are even afraid to start mm. and they don't know what they're good at and, and how their skills and talents can generate money. So I would say that first look at what you are good at and what you love doing. Maybe that, can, that could be something that branch out from your main job. Maybe your, your main job... Uh, yeah, your main job is maybe a speak, speaker, podcast host or something like that. You can branch out to MC, events MC, wedding MC. So it really depends on what you're good at and how you monetize it. Uh. Mm. For myself, I, I'm not good at speaking. Then some of you may wonder why I, why I do YouTube channel. Because <laughs> YouTube channel is just me talking. Uh, mm. But it's really myself talking to myself. <laughs> me just talking to the camera and maybe share some of the things that I already know. Because all these years, I've been researching on this kind of hacks, uh, money-saving things and kind of thing. So I just share what I know and it's something I'm comfortable sharing. So you must look at what is your expertise and if something is not your expertise and you want to develop it, then maybe that's when you want to look at training. Now, this training don't need to really cost money. Even. A lot of online education is free oh, even amazing, on YouTube. Amazing, mm. yes, yes. YouTube so, can do so much. So, so it's not like you really need to go skills future and all that stuff. Uh, because I know... Hey, must, that one must say one. If not, no sponsor. <laughs> okay. You control yourself. Uh. Yes. Okay. But, but you can say, say, say what you want to say. Yes. Yeah, but... <laughs> but anyway, tra- yeah, yeah. training uh, mm. not necessarily need to cost money. Mm. So maybe cost a bit of your time, uh, which mm. I think everybody, if you all have the will to go and build multiple sources of income, should go and just invest your time in all these things, learning to upgrade yourself. Uh. Mm. 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 Yeah. I think focus on transferable skill, what we are good at is important. Yeah. So, so because financial planning is basically problem solving of the people finance. Mm. Because as an engineer, as a background itself, a background, uh, I'm solving, I used to solve all those uh, product issues, quality yeah. issues and the manufacturing line. So the engineering uh, way of uh, solving problem is step by step. Step one, step two, step three, step four, right? So so financial planning is also exactly the same thing. So that's why I can transit very well into the financial planning era. Yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. And I don't know, a, a, a fun thing to for all of you, I don't know how many people realize that you receive a lot of name card, right? Or your teacher, you know, in school, um, teaching physics or whatever, then you see a lot of them are Bachelor of Engineering, Bachelor of Physics, right? There was a period of time that we were yes. a big engineering hub. Engineering hub. And then, and then you know, we decided to take a different turn on this thing and then, you know, a lot of, a lot of people ended up have to reposition themselves. So you see, and I analyst la, teach in school la, a lot of these things. So, um, yeah, shout out to all the engineering people, right? Uh, you can you can also do a career consultation channel also. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we talk later. Yeah, behind, talk later. behind, yeah, yeah. Can talk sponsor, right? These days, I'm very targeted with my media <laughs> media strategy. Yes. So what who's gonna sponsor? Huh? Yeah, so shout out to all of you. Email hello at the financialcoconut.com. Okay, yes. Yeah, so so we have covered quite a few things, right? Like uh spending, change of mindset, you know, like uh, income all that, which I think on our other shows we also talk a lot about income. You know, they also can check out your content. Uh what about like let's say investing, right? I think investing is something that a lot of people also think about, you know, in, in terms of generating income. Um, any any quick thoughts around like, investing and all that? Regarding investing, right, there are several different kinds of schools of investing. Yes, There yes. is dividends investing, there's growth investing, and Kenny is more on dividend and reinvesting, right? Then there is this other camp called growth investing or even index fund investing. So if you're looking at cash flow generation, generally you need to look at dividend investing because that is what is giving you cash flow every quarter or every month depending on what you invest on. Companies generally pay out 
part of their profits that has dividends to the shareholders. But if you are looking at growth or index funds investing, that is more on building the portfolio, the capital generation kind of thing. Provided it grows, huh? Provided it grows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Investing, yes, Maybe twenty twenty two wasn't a good yeah, good yeah, year. It was of a bad growth, year, uh, bad year for very bad Nothing year. growing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So anyway, investing, um, you need to see which kind of investing style suits you. Hmm. Not hmm. not like every everybody say the young should take risks, then you should go all in growth stocks, all in index funds, then when you retire, then you go and think about dividend stocks. Hmm. I feel that that is just very one sided thing, uh. Not everyone is really suited for growth investing and um, index fund investing. Some of some of us really prefer to do dividend, stable, cash flow generating assets. So you have to find that style that really suits you. So what is your style? My style is index funds. Uh. Okay. So I mainly dollar cost average into index funds every every month. Okay, okay. So mm-hmm. at this point in time, never yeah. change? Never change. Uh. Okay, okay. So no rebound, no, no change in strategy. <laughs> because it's very common, right? Yeah. A lot of people, they subscribe to a certain strategy, especially uh, past few years, right? There's a lot of whatever strategy you take, like growth, dividend, or whatever, right? You, you take a strategy and then when shit hits the fans, you know, when, when it's not so good, then there's a lot of rebound. A lot of people will be like, take a hard pivot, change the strategy. You know, oh, this doesn't work. Let's try another thing. So there's a lot of what I call rebound, la, right? Mm. And um, you guys, anything you want to say to such a phenomenon? Okay, I, I guess it's very normal because especially during a bull market in 2020 and 2021, a lot of folks are drawn into growth investing, especially those growth stocks uh, that give like multiple two times, three times in a year. So a lot of people are drawn to that. And they also hear other people say like dividend investing is for old people, this kind of thing. <laughs> Which I generally disagree. Eventually, whoever say this thing, you will need it. <laughs> I always believe I always believe in like a balanced diversification. You can have some of this in dividend stocks, you can have some of this in index funds. Of course it's not as concentrated, but um finding the right appetite your your risk appetite is very important no? so that is how i feel if you if there comes a day where you need to pivot to another portfolio that is fine you just need to know what you're doing and how comfortable are you in changing that strategy uh, don't really need to care what other people say la, because you are your own portfolio manager so why you why do you really care about what other people think of you but you don't feel like you may end up in the echo chamber or you may end up in a situation where you know you think you're right you think you're right and then 10 years down you come out hey, actually <laughs> You know, I'm not that right. Yeah, it, it will happen mm. some point in time. So how do you guard against this? Yeah, especially during 2022, right? When you see this market crash kind of thing. And then there are a lot of people who really question their own portfolio, whether they were right following this kind of financial gurus in how they allocate their portfolio. So my take is that there are, there are times where you really need to change your stance. And it's not like if you change your stance, it is wrong. Or maybe you have made a mistake. It's more like, a learning experience oh. mm. you know that what style suits you what style doesn't suit you mm. then now that you have a clearer path to investing you can um, go and carve out your own way yes yes it's, it's not about sticking to one lane all the way mm. you know I, I just want to caution rebound right in a, in a bad time you do a hard pivot right because you, you feel like things are not going so well but eventually at some point in time if it's not working then you really got to review it right and it's it's, mm. it's not a, it's not bad to switch lane just don't be too rash and emotional. I mean, does it make sense? Yeah. Actually, I learned a lot from the, the stock market itself. And and one thing I learned uh, throughout so many years already. Uh, <laughs> can say, you can say many years. Yeah, many, many years. <laughs> stock market is, is always right. 
mm. is always right. Mm. So, so I think that most of the people out there, uh, because I also was a retail investor, I also lose a lot of money, don't know what I'm doing, just hunt down, right? Mm. Until I become a proper certified and also trained financial advisor and, and I know why I'm a mistake. I think the first thing first that investors always forget, uh, why do they need to invest at the first place? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Their objective. What is the final destination they have to arrive at? For example, if they are planning to retire at 65 years old, and at 65 years old, maybe you need 2 million uh, to retire. And at the present moment, maybe at 40 years old, you only have maybe 100,000. Right, mm. you know that in twenty years time you have to grow your hundred thousand to maybe two million. Then the next question you have to ask yourself: How are you going to grow from one hundred thousand to two million? From a work every year you save one hundred thousand, are you able to achieve it? You're not able to achieve it. You have to invest in it, right? Mm. Invest in it, then you have to select what type of investment, what type of asset class you give you that kind of growth element. From there, we start to identify what kind of asset class investment is suitable. Right now, now you look at all the people what they are doing now. Oh, read good hantam, crypto good hantam. They are just hantam, right? So, for example, now another scenario. Uh, I know that at sixty-five years old, I need two million. At the present moment, I have two million. Then why should I take risk? Mm. Right? Must we well go and park in the SSP or invest in read? Then you're still able to generate the income. So first thing first, objectives is very important. The objectives must be quantified, like smart. Like we talk about smart, like specific, uh, measurable, you have a time bound, same mm. thing again. We have to define that clearly. Then look for the right asset class. Because for me, why I go back to read, okay? I trade option, I trade CFD, I trade Forex, I trade index. Okay, I also trade crypto. I trade uh, growth stock, right? Do all the analysis. And after that, end of the day, uh, after so many lessons learned, Okay, I start to understand actually it's not more suitable to me. Mm. Mm. Because after a while, you also bore string. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things is totally beyond yeah. your control. Mm. For example, I, I'm trading, right? Trading, then suddenly the Jerome Power say one thing or someone Twitter, Donald Trump tweet one thing, basket. Elon Musk Elon say Musk. that I want to buy a menu. Get up, get down, how mm. I'm going to play, mm. Mm. right? And also, when you, no matter how you set a stop loss, uh, when the market go up, get up, get down, actually you lose more than your stop loss. Mm. Right? So it's very easy to lose money in the, in the stock market. Yeah. Those are things you cannot control. And all this trading mechanism, all the stock price movement, it's not, nothing to do with fundamental. It's do a, something to do with news. Uh. Mm. News you cannot control. And at the, at the same time, you also have an algo trading. Mm. Oh, yeah. Once they automatically release some news, uh, for example, interest rate go up by how much, immediately uh, you can see, uh, wow, immediately you can see where volatile or the price movement already. Those are not traded by human. No. Mm. So as an individual trader, you want to trade against a computer, you expect to win a computer? Mm. Really, it's a BS. Uh, really mm. BS. <laughs> but what are the retail investors do? I can predict the market. Oh, market mm. drop. I know that when's the bottom. Oh, I get out first. I wait for the market to bottom before going. Oh, you're very good. Go ahead. Uh. <laughs> Because based on experience learned, uh, uh, no way we can 
kind of get nowhere. Mm. So what we need to do is once we define it, for example, now actually 2022, everybody very scared, right? I'm so uh. happy. Mm. The reason being is I because I have already set a target. I want to achieve 100,000 passive income from my REIT portfolio. At the present moment, as long as I have not achieved 100,000 passive income, maybe I, I'm 80,000. It's an opportunity for you to accumulate to make sure you have a 100,000 of passive income by certain date. Hmm. So that is the thing that I, I'm looking at. So I think retail investors have to really focus on the objective and also look for the right asset class. Hmm. Right? And stick to it. Don't say that, oh, one day go up, I go, go in the market. The other day come down, I go and ball string or get out of market. <laughs> just timing the market. Uh, 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 right? Uh, uh, uh. Okay. You, you okay. just observe. You just observe. Mm -hmm. I, I know. I observe many. <laughs> many, many, right? Many, right? Many, many. But, yeah. But, but I, I, yeah, I, I understand the kind of psyche involved. Uh, mm. You know, I, I'm not... I'm not dissing them, right? I, I don't think we are. Like, I don't think we are dissing, dissing uh, people that are newer in the space, but it's really more of uh, uh, recognizing that, okay, firstly, you're not alone. Uh, there, there are a lot of people have already done that and we've kind of been through some of these cycles, you know, at least uh, Kenny can say, I cannot really say it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went yeah. through two cycles uh. and uh, during the first market crash 2009, I watched the market come down. Then after that, enter a little bit, make some money, 10%, get out of the market. Then after that, for the next five or six years, I'll wait for the, looking at the index continue to go up. Yeah. Because I have not experienced the cycle yet, mm. right? Then during the March 2020 market crash itself, it dropped a lot. If you look at all the valuation, all the fundamental, the drop does not really make sense. Uh. And I was very gung-ho. Mm. I really food during mm. that time. Okay. Now, after immediately, the stock market rebound. Right now, this time round, actually the market going through a, a, a correction. If you look at the fundamental on the REIT itself, again REITs, uh, the valuation actually close to the March 2020 market crash mm. value. Mm. Close to, 20, in average, 20% uh, discount on the property value. No? I know. But if you look at macro environment, during that time, the whole world being locked down, right? All the economy stopped and even we want to go to a shopping mall, we also cannot go, right? Mm. Then at the present moment, now everything opening up, right? Mm -hmm. Economy doing well. But the value now the, the market gives you a discount, huge discount. And also the dividend yield uh, for all those thermastic link blue chip rate uh, give you around five to six percent. Thermastic link now a bit uh, sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A bit yeah. sensitive. Uh. Control yourself, uh, a bit sensitive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so 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 you look at the valuation itself, yeah. basically if you just purely based on the on the valuation, right? Because at the end of the day, uh, if you are uh, being present a very good property, generated a very good rental income at a very good location and 20% discount. No-brainer, we should go and buy already, <coughs> right? But at the present moment, when we advise some of the retail investor people so scared. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the emotion emotion already overtaken their logical thinking. Yeah, yeah. Price price to book today for the REIT market in Singapore is about 0.8. 0.8, it's yeah. very, very cheap. So yeah. it's, in, in, to put it simple, that means uh, all the value of the property add together in the real world market that they can sell, uh, X dollar, you know, it's uh, the whole REIT market is only 0.8 of that X. Yeah, for yeah. example, right. the property value is $1. Mm. Now, you can buy it at 80 cents. Mm. And at the same time, after you buy 80 cents, uh, every year you can get 5 to 6% dividend. Mm. 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 Yeah, that's why we're going to start a show, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about it every month. Kenny will join us. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about the REIT market. So yeah, stay tuned for that show. Um, yeah, in closing, other than all these, we, we went through the whole repertoire. Uh, pretty much a lot of things around how to manage this inflation. How are you doing some of these things? Uh, maybe we close with something simple, right? Like with one thing, one thing for the audience, right? Simple thing that you will do. 
to uh, manage this inflation situation. Okay, I can start first. Yeah, okay, you I, start first, yeah. I stock up on rice. <laughs> legit, legit. Why rice too? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not just rice. Like rice is an acronym for commodities, uh, pretty much. Mm. Right. So rice, beans, all this thing. I've stocked mm. up for for a period of time already. Right. So because you know, like yeah, we can invest and all that. Yes, those are those are real. But if you don't cash out, or you don't you don't liquidate out it from the market. Uh, technically, the money is still kind of rolling inside, right? You're not really using it, right? So uh, actually, in I think last year, earlier this year, I really talk to my audience about this thing. You know, maybe one of the better way, although I know NTUC say don't stock up. <laughs> you know, one of the better things that you might want to do is to stock up some of these necessities, you know, so that you, you essentially extract uh, your, your food budget out of the monetary system. You directly change it into like real, real makan things, right? Like things you can eat and all that. Right, so to me that is a like if you talk about like simple, simple. To me that is a simple, simple mm. way to go about right extracting your food budget out of the mm. market straight away. Yeah. Okay, so something simple for me would be to start looking at credit card discounts, cashback, all these kind of apps thing. Um, some of you may treat it like a small little hobby because it does take up some time to read up and maybe formulate the strategies. Uh. um, but if you really need more help, right, just go and ask around the community, search on online spaces on how people are maximizing their cashback on this stuff. Um, so once you have got the hang of it, you only need to learn one time. Uh, then you can start to apply all these kind of cashback discounts. I think it's fairly fun, uh, fairly mm. simple to follow as well. Yeah, mm. you can follow his channel. I will send you the invoice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think look for alternative. For mm. example, just now, Akun Kayatos, right? Mm. Kayatos are Kayatos. Yeah. 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 Shop, right? That's why if you go to the NTUC or Fair Price, you, you know that they are man-man brand, right? Just mm. look for house brand. Mm. Then you can save mm. the money already. Mm. Oh, mm. Another thing is, still a shirt, right? <laughs> Right, yeah. maybe this one fifty bucks. And then I I buy I buy a simple one ten bucks for Hang Tang, mm, 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 right? Mm. Or or Giordano, I still mm. can wear a shirt or something. Alternative. Hey, Giordano is very atas in China. Atas, yeah. yeah, very atas in China. You don't really? know where Giordano? Wow, <laughs> go for Fashion Week one eh? Really, really, <laughs> Shanghai Fashion Week or Giordano ah? No sell sell ah. But yes, yes, yeah. I, I do agree. And I think uh, recently there's a very good phenomenon called thrifting. You know, where you kind of buy secondhand clothes kind of thing. Mm, you know, mm, but mm. it's uh, like atas one or stylish one. Mm. Stylish secondhand clothes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, not the not the kind of like, you know, fast fashion buy and throw away kind of mm, situation mm, where mm. you buy some of these big pieces at a very, very massive discount because it's secondhand, third hand, whatever. And it's a thrifting, mm. right? It's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a phenomenon that I think is very interesting. Mm. Yeah. And when it comes to the alternative, uh, the quality not necessarily is bad. Uh, because in the manufacturing mm. world, they call it labeling. White label. Like white label, mm. right? So, for example, uh, if you go, f- if you make your own uh, kaya toast, uh, mm. then you go and sell it at the Akun Kaya toast, uh, actually you can fetch higher price. Uh. Mm, mm, mm. You make yourself one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it, I get it. So, in, in other words, Kenny never say anything specific, uh, but there's a good chance that the cake you eat at the cafe, right, is actually the same cake at McDonald's. Hey! Yes, yes, yes. I that- never name who, but I know the supply chain. <laughs> So mm. the McCafe cake uh, and the many cakes that you buy at the cafe is the same thing. Uh? Okay, okay. No, we will never say who, but but uh, this is essentially manufacturing back end, right? White labeling, some of these things. So house brands are not technically uh, bad, lah, right? mm. I would say, yep. right? Yep. And uh, I think NTC has also put in quite some effort lah, to do right. some of the house brands like knife and uh, you know, some of those things, right? Like milk powder. I mm. think that one is especially expensive for a lot of young parents. Mm. Um, and the house brand quality so far that I gather from my friends who are young parents is uh is quite good. Yeah, goes for house brand. Yes, yeah. yes. So mm. so yeah, shout out to NTC. Uh, 
very happy that you're doing more things. Yeah, but okay, you can sponsor us. We can talk more good things about you. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, thank you. Thank you for your time. Uh, appreciate it. And I hope you learned something useful you know, in today's episode. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.